What is up, Foley fam? We are back with another Patreon exclusive Royal Rumble watch along. And this is without a doubt our most anticipated episode yet. We're going to be watching the 1992 Royal Rumble. But let me start by introducing the stars of the show. Sheena, how are you doing? Doing good. I'm definitely. Oh, did you guys hear Presley's ears? She just shook, she just shook it off. Uh, one of the Hounds of Justice woke up. But uh, I'm doing good. I'm excited. I'm after that snooze festival rumble last uh, last time. I'm pumped to dive into this one. Marco, how's life up in Massachusetts? Going good. Just can't wait to dive into this one. This is a uh, this is an epic Royal Rumble right here. So, all right, and we have a special guest star with us all the way from the Midwest. Jordan, the fig god, Wells. What's up, Jordan? What you doing tonight, man? What up, man? Just ready to watch some Royal Rumbus and <laughs> have some fun with uh, Phelps and Marco. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys again for all the support. We do this stuff for you guys. Make sure you give us some feedback. Let us know what you want to see. I believe our next Patreon-exclusive episode, we're going to take a short break from the Royal Rumble watch-alongs, and we are going to do... The Chick Foley fam top 25 tag teams of all time. So we'll get some more details to follow in the next couple of weeks of exactly how we're going to execute that. But it should be a lot of fun. Um, again, we'll talk about the Rumble a- as we watch it. Uh, it's not a lot that needs to be said about this one. It's, it's such yeah. an epic event from start to finish. Before we get going, though, we do got to do a quick beverage check. So, Sheena, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a skinny margarita. So it's just basically um, Spindrift, which is my seltzer of choice, my sparkling water of choice. Really, really good. If you guys are still drinking LaCroix or Bubblies or whatever, those are fine. But you definitely need to get on your Spindrift game because they are just they're just a touch above all the other uh, heart or the seltzer waters out there. So that with a little bit of Terramana tequila, a little fresh lime over ice. And uh, yeah. It's perfect. Marco, what are you sipping on? I'm trying out a new uh, a new beer from that company that makes the uh, love and wrestling. Uh, it's called Fear and Patience. It's, uh, okay. it's a double IPA. They're getting um, really poetic with these names. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool can, too. It looks like a kind of like a Jake the Snake um, design on it as well, which is uh, that's why I pretty much picked it up. Just just, to, you know, keeping the theme of things. Okay. And uh, Jordan, how about you? I went with the hard stuff tonight. So little Maker's 46 cast strength yeah. tonight. So uh, mm. it's Mm-mm-mm. delicious. <laughs> well, you got it. Uh, what are you drinking it with? Uh, Splash Coke. Not very much to ruin it, but just give it a little flavor. Nice, man. I'm a uh, similar vein. I'm drinking the OG Maker's Mark. A uh, double makers with seven up, and then after I knock this, after I finish this off, I'm gonna wash it down with some Miller Lite. So obviously, uh, Marco didn't get the memo. You know, these Patreon exclusive <laughs> episodes, we're supposed to be getting loose, man. You're supposed to be drinking some liquor, but uh, I guess <laughs> if we're all tapped out by the time uh, you know Hulk Hogan comes out at you know number twenty seven or twenty eight, whatever he is, uh, Marco's gonna have to carry it solo for the uh, the rest of the episode. So you up for it, Marco? Of course. Carry, I'll carry the yeah, lightweights. Yeah, we'll have to have Mark, yeah, Marco run post-production on it. We'll all just be passed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get queued up. Uh, load up your cocks, all right? Go to the Royal Rumble 1992, which because of Peacock's asinine um, kind of titling situation is listed as Season 5, Episode 1. It's <laughs> yeah. the season premiere and the season finale yep. uh, of Season 5 of Royal Rumble. Uh, but yeah, so hit it up. And then get to uh, the one hour, 27 mark even. So your timestamp should be one twenty seven zero zero. Uh Jordan, Marco, you guys ready? Let's roll. 
All right, it. we're going to count it down. I'm going to say three, two, one, play. When I say play, hit your A button, your X button, whatever button you got. If you have a Switch, I don't know if you can watch TV shows on Switch, but whatever you got, hit play <laughs> in three, two, one, play. It's crazy how uh, uniform they kept the set design across the first five years. I mean, just seeing this like pan scan shot right here, this mm-hmm. could have been from anything from Royal Rumble 89 through 92, man. It looks exactly the same. I love that logo, the classic purple yeah, and gold. Yeah, I love like the burgundy. Logo. We got a Hulk who sign uh, there in the second row. So keep that in mind. Uh, you know, some of the fans, some of the smarter fans already started to turn against the Hulkster. And then I saw Mr. Perfect sign also. So we got some smarks out there in the uh, mm-hmm. the first couple rows on the hard cam side. Yeah, this that was the original tweeting. That's how you let people know how you feel. <laughs> um, for those that are you know new to the old school Royal Rumble game and are just jumping in with us on these watch alongs, so the backstory on this: this is the first Royal Rumble that had stakes. Um, the mm-hmm. four prior to this all were just exhibition matches. These major stakes. Yeah, and everyone from here on out would have some sort of stakes, whether it's a title shot or it's been for the championship um, on two occasions, but. At Survivor Series, which was the uh, the the major pay per view before this, Hulk Hogan and the Undertaker fought. Undertaker defeated Hulk Hogan with some interference from Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, they had an experimental pay per view called This Tuesday in Texas, which was held a week later. And on that one, Hulk Hogan won the belt back, but again under controversial fashion. And uh, you know that was just too much to too much to bear. So here, we the President Jack Tunney that you're seeing on your screen right now just came in and said, "You know what? Fuck this shit." I'm stripping the the title off of you, Hulk, which was pretty crazy at the time to think about. Um, And they vacated it, and they said the Royal Rumble this year is going to be for the World Championship. So by this time, the Royal Rumble was already a huge fan favorite event, and this just put it over the top. I remember this just blowing my mind as a kid, hearing that not only is we getting the Royal Rumble, but the winner is going to be the champ. So really, really crazy setup. It was an awesome story. Um, If if you want a little bit of prelude to this, go back, watch watch Hulk and Taker at Survivor Series 92, or no, excuse me, Survivor Series 91, and then uh, at this Tuesday in Texas, you can watch the rematch. That's really all the kind of build-up you need for this one. Uh, Jordan, do you remember, as watching this as a kid, do you remember who you were rooting for? Uh, I do. Anyone but Hulk. <laughs> so you're already, you're already smart, smart time, yeah. Huh? I mean, yeah, I was a Warrior fan, so I didn't like Hulk. Mm. Same here. We got the Bulldog coming in at number one, the beautiful cape. Love this look of the Bulldog. I hope if we end up getting that rumored um, Ultimate Edition British Bulldog that, that this is the look yeah, we get. With the that sequin, the sequin cape is just mage, mage, mage. Like, so good. Uh, Marco, who are you rooting for? Um, of course if you remember. I know that's nuts. I was a, same thing as Jordan. Thinking Warrior would make a surprise return here instead yeah, of, of uh, WrestleMania Eight. Yeah, we were, yeah, I mean, for me, I was hoping that um, even though Brett was the Intercontinental Champion up till about a week before this, I was hoping that he would would enter the Rumble and uh, you know walk away with the belt about nine months early on that that wish. Look at Sherry coming out with the Million Dollar oh, Man. Oh my goodness. That Sherry look is awesome. Yeah, she looks great. Look at that Sherry shirt. Yeah, Holy custom airbrush smoke. t-shirt. That I need. Look at that, that, look at that haircut. It was like a one was, of I missed one a haircut right there. freaking <laughs> uh, Sherry airbrush t-shirt. That is an ultimate fan right there. That man had a look beautiful at the Camaro cut. Right here. Dude, there's some <laughs> drip in the audience right now. This guy had like a full-on puzzle piece sweater. Guy beside him had a nice uh, print button down. 
Yeah, the bullets you know are flowing. I feel like uh, I need some like if it would be awesome if Mattel did it, but I think it's a long shot. It'd be cool to get a customizer to make a few of the uh, the cameramen in the WWE jumpsuits. Like imagine that for like the, your oh, photography. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Cool. why haven't they made that? Dude? Give us, that like, would four be those. perfect. Give, give yeah. us. A, I want an eight pack. I want it to be like four of those, and then like four of the security guys in the yellow jackets. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just generic dudes. Yeah, but yeah. I remember going back to it. I was hoping Brett would be in this. If you guys remember, Brett got the I think he got the flu or something, and ended up dropping the title at a house show to the Mountie, the Intercontinental yeah. Championship to the Mountie, and then Roddy Piper wins it back on the uh, the undercard on this show, um, leading up to their legendary match at WrestleMania Eight. So Brett was out of the picture, and I was rooting for Sid after this. I was a big Sid fan at the time. I loved Sid Vicious in WCW. Um, I was a little bit confused as to why he changed his name from Sid Vicious to. Sid Justice when he came over to uh, the WWF, but still a big fan of the guy, and I, I was hoping he would uh, would walk away with the belt. Oh yeah, everybody loves Sid. So we're two for two on the uh, the Hall of Fame count. I think Sheena's going to help us out with the uh, the Hall of Fame ticker throughout the event, right? Sheena? Yeah. It would have been cool. You, if, uh, uh, okay. Go ahead, Marco. I was going to say, it would have been oh, cool. Oh my gosh, Bulldog just eliminated Ted yeah. DiBiase, dude. Dang it! Uh, no, it would have been cool if. Uh, you know, the shield came in as Look the, at that crowd. the hounds of justice, but they were, you know, they were, you know, they were fans of Sid justice. So they were the hounds of Sid justice. So like, <laughs> long play in that they looked up to Sid. <laughs> they're all three grand slam champs. I don't know if that would have been the case if they would have come in, they viewed as the hounds of Sid justice. I mean, he was a champ, man. Took out Brett and Sean. Look at here, at number three, we got the black butterfly robe making its way to the ring. This was just stunning at the time. Obviously, um, you know, I won't get too deep in the spoilers, but Ric Flair is going to do something incredible here tonight. And since then, we've seen people go from wire to wire to win a rumble. But up until this point, the guys that were winning the rumble, it was always somebody that came in in like the last five or six spots. So. Uh, you knew Flair was it, it was really Flair, Sid, and Hogan were the three favorites going into it. I just remember just being mind blown as a kid when I, I see holy shit, Ric Flair is number three. I just like yeah. how cool Rick walks to the ring, dude. Oh, he yeah. just walks Very to the confident. ring with an air of confidence that's just like and you just feel it as he's yeah. walking in there, dude. It just feels amazing, and he looks like a million bucks, black on black on black with that. This is peak Ric Flair. Yeah, man. like I said, a lot of bleach, people blonde love. Hair. A lot of people love the stuff that, uh, I mean, I, I, he did some amazing stuff in NWA. His feud with Ricky Steamboat was probably my favorite stuff he did there. Um, had some awesome matches with Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race in the, the early days of, uh, you know, the NWA on pay-per-view there in the early 80s. But when I think Ric Flair, like, I think this is his all-time uh, greatest performance, what he has here tonight. I, oh, Bulldog's I still just think, pressing uh, Flair. I still think we need this Flair in figure form. They've gotten close. Uh, especially if you if you mix some figures. So we got the black butterfly robe on the first defining moments, Ric Flair, but he had on, I believe it was the baby blue gear underneath. And then we had, it was the same boots and it was black trunks, but it had a white RF instead of a red RF on the Ric Flair elite that came in the four horsemen pack at mm. Target. So we've never gotten uh, you know, a true 92 yeah. Flair from Mattel. I, I think it'd be an awesome ultimate edition because you could have... Uh, you know, obviously you got the robe and then I think you do three head sculpts. You could have him looking, you know, smooth and everything for the entrance. You could have like a mid-match look and then you got to have a, uh, you know, the crazed eyes look from from his promo at the end of the night. I think that would be really, really incredible. 
Yeah, and if you guys haven't yet, they're on the uh, WWE Hidden Treasures show. They did a whole, I mean, it was like a basically like the season finale. There was a whole segment on trying to track down this robe. Apparently, Conrad's been trying to find it for like 10 years and, uh, you know, tweeted and all this kind of stuff. And then they put together this show where it, it all comes to fruition. So, yeah, definitely check that out. All right, so we'll count Jimmy Hart. So that puts us at four Hall of Famers now. Is Sensational Sherry in the Hall of Fame, Sheen? Do a check. You're on our. Uh, you're on the Hall of Fame watch tonight. See if okay. Sherry's in there. That would get us up to five already. So far, Jerry Sags of the Nasties is the only uh, the only one that's for sure not a Hall of Famer. Jordan Marco, do you guys know off the top if, if Sherry ever got put in the Hall of Fame? I don't think she is. I want to say no. Maybe I she was. I, I, I want to say maybe she was like one of the like the legacy inductions. You know how every year they do a catch all and grab like ten old timers. Oh man, you can't you can't give her a no, legacy induction. Sherry. They did Luna. They did that to Luna Vachon and Lord Alfred Hayes. Man, so yeah. You know, I don't mean, think she is in. I don't think she is. Yeah, I think she's. Oh yeah, she somebody. was. It says in two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, oh, wow. two thousand. Yeah, yeah. By wow. Ted DiBiase on April okay. two thousand six. So, all right, so with between Flair, uh, Bulldog DiBiase, and now Sherry and Jimmy Hart, we're up to five Hall of Famers on the, this one match. Do Flair? I mean, I think the Nasties are Hall of Fame worthy too, man. What do you guys yeah. think? Uh, oh, I do too. They had an awesome run in. Uh, oh, exactly. Stays exactly. In. They uh, they had a, <laughs> no. I was gonna say they had an awesome run in WCW. Some of their street fights with Harlem Heat. They had some pretty badass matches. Yeah, no, they did. They definitely did. And then, of course, they had one of my all-time like most pissed-off moments as a wrestling fan when they beat the Hart Foundation at WrestleMania Seven. <laughs> I forgot Sherry did get in while she was still alive too. They got her in before she passed. No, I'm yeah. not trying to be funny. I'm being serious. We usually, should, uh, usually they wait until someone that's passes. What, that's what we could have done. We could have kept count of uh, Hall of Famers versus dead people and Yikes. see which one we get higher by the end of the night. Oh, my wow, God. Geez. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, we the podcast. Dude, we need this figure big time, man. I think everybody, <laughs> as much as I wax poetic about a Ric Flair Ultimate Edition, I think this would probably, is probably my most wanted figure. Uh, at anybody that's been in so far, Haku in this specific gear. Huh. Not a lot of guys rock the crops, you know? I think the no. crops is a very unique look. It was either pants, trunks, or like, you know, little shorty shorts. Yeah, back then, definitely. I'm surprised we haven't had a Mattel Haku. Definitely need it. Yeah. Yeah, this look is dope. Yeah, I love the tropical leaves. You They're like tie dye print. No, oh, well, not yeah, me. Yeah, that print. <laughs> would I never guess? <laughs> that would definitely be a uh, good headband design, I think. Oh, yeah, that'd be dope. Haku, uh, you know, a lot of ur- urban legend stories in the wrestling world about how tough he was and how badass he was as a fighter. <laughs> He says one of the last guys you want to mess with backstage. Yeah, he was a no frills. Did have one uh, tag team title reign with Andre the Giant. They lost those belts to Demolition at WrestleMania six. That was it, and uh, as far as championships, though, I don't think I can't. I don't think he ever won nope, any belts in WCW not. either. Okay, Paku is not a Hall of Famer. Nope. That kind of sucks. Yeah, I think he's worthy. I mean, it's really hard to say because they put in. I mean. They put in freaking, you know, wow. Coco Beware, obviously, which I still think Coco Beware is pretty legendary. 
uh, just as a character. Who was the the female that they put in a couple years ago that everybody got so pissed off about? Um, the Bellas? <laughs> no, it wasn't the Bellas. I think the Bellas. Dang, Bulldog! Bulldog is doing work right now. He yeah, don't talk who. I think I think he's already limited like three people. Oh boy. HBK. Right. HBK is coming this out. This is his first pay-per-view as a heel. Think about all the, the freaking history he would make at the World Rumble over the years. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, also, something to note, there is no entrance music in this uh in this Royal Rumble. And the like the set is just so basic. You know what I mean? Like it just looks so plain with just the the blue curtain and the big WWF logo. I love that. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks, I mean, oh, I'm, all, I'm all music for it. on yeah. Ric Flair. Who would have known that uh, 16 yeah. years later, He'd that be would be the way it ends his, his career. It's just a regular move <laughs> at this point. By the way, Ming won the WCW hardcore title. Oh God. That was one of the worst championships in wrestling history. Wasn't yeah. good. All right. And the woman you're talking about, it has to be one of these three, either I'm guessing Ivory Jacqueline Moore or Tori Wilson would be my guesses for. Yeah, I think it was Tori. Yeah, I think Tori was the one that got everybody fired up a couple years ago. I know a lot of people were mad when Jackie got inducted, but she definitely deserved it. Oh yeah, definitely. She did a ton of stuff before she went into uh, WWE. Man, like on like the Texas wrestling scene and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. they'll be putting Alicia Fox in here before long. She, I mean, obviously. Yeah, clearly she'll be a Hall of Famer. I don't. I don't Her. get why people get mad at a non-existent facility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this hypothetical Hall of Fame we have here. Yeah, doesn't even the exist. The fact that we still don't have a physical brick and mortar Hall of Fame is criminal. It's just, yeah. it's just obscene, dude. Especially with as much pomp and circumstance as WWE likes to, you know, throw on everything that they do. The fact that they don't have somewhere where they can display all this stuff all the time is just insane to me. El Matador, Tito Santana. Tito and uh, HBK would be wrestling at WrestleMania 8 in a few short months. Surprised we haven't gotten the the El Matador figure either yet. I guess since uh, the old Tito was such a Hall of Fame uh, peg warmer, they... uh, you know, they shied away from any more Tito figures. But they already get all the parts. They could take the yeah, legs the Los, and stuff from Los Matadors. Los Matadors that's, that's, that's their exact thinking, yeah. outfit. Yep. Sheen, you're slacking on the Hall of Fame counts. Mm. We got HBK and Tito Santana. So now what are we gotcha. up to? We are up to seven. All right. Rick Flair was like, what, in his 40s? Or... Uh... Sheena, look up how old was you're, you're a statistician tonight, Sheen. You know I'm the worst. How old right. was Ric Flair in 1992? I want to say 43 or 42 or something like that. Could be wrong, but he was 43. Wow, look at that. Look at Marco go. <laughs> I'm just going by like how he looks like. He does not look like a like. Look at AJ Styles like in his forties. It is pretty crazy. It's a different time, dude. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different time. <laughs> That's what like back in the day when you know Hulk was having all his like dramatic like, oh, this is gonna be my last match. And everybody was saying it was time for him to move on. Yeah, he was like, you know, ten years younger than guys who are regularly made of inning without batting an eye nowadays. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, AJ Styles is a family man. Uh, Ric Flair was definitely not a family man <laughs> yeah. at this point in life. Yeah, a lot of, lot of a, wear and tear on that guy. Yeah, over the you know, just hit the flying forearm on Ric Flair, man. These guys are spamming the finishers tonight. That's one thing. There has uh, there has not been a lot of like lag time in this rumble. Like a lot of guys just like hanging around the, well, the, the sides. Like it's like there. yeah, the work rate is pretty freaking. The high barbarian. I am right praying, praying that we get a barbarian figure to match the uh, warlord. The warlord. warlord. Oh. That that figure is so fucking dope. Yeah. I almost feel like it's going to end up being like an homage to the LJN line though, because LJN, you know, is the same thing. We got warlord, but never got the barbarian. Uh yeah, probably. Somebody can custom make us one. Yeah, definitely. Because you can pretty much use the body. You just need a different head sculpt. The yep. gear was close enough when they were in Powers of Pain. Uh, Barbarian really, is not in the Hall of Fame. We never really discussed it. Like, Jordan, are you are you a very big Ric Flair fan? So, I obviously appreciate what he's done, but no, I'm not, I'm not like the biggest Ric Flair guy. I mean, yeah, same. when he came back and was in um, Evolution, I liked him a lot more, honestly. I just felt like he connected more with the fans later in his career. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Just early in his career, he, to me, he just never connected with the fans. He just seemed like an asshole. I like the promos, man. The promos were cool, but the actual matches for all the credit gets, I always felt like they were kind of similar to Triple H, man. I feel like his matches were more long than good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's easy to have a match that seems like it was epic when it lasts like 40 minutes, but you actually watch him, like, he runs through a lot of the same spots over and over again. You know what I mean? Every single match, he's getting flipped over the second turnbuckle, running to the other corner, and then getting thrown off the top, and it just... uh I don't know. I, I was never a huge fan of his actual matches. How, how about you, Marco? Where you at on the uh, on the flare bandwagon? Um, I'm probably the same as uh, Jordan on that. I just definitely appreciated what he did for the business and stuff like that. I wasn't the hugest fan um, of Ric Flair, and he actually did say that that was like his mo when he would do matches is give give the fans what they want to do the yeah do the just playing the hits. Yeah, do all the hits and don't do anything um, to stray away from that. Uh, make everyone go or keep everyone satisfied um, during the match and when they go home at night. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. He's, he, he's kind of like, like you said, like the kind of like the triple H thing where it's just like marathon matches, but really nothing exciting going on within those matches and people are probably yeah. going to kill us for that, but it's no, it I what echo what all you guys are saying. I, <laughs> I, I totally agree. I mean, I can't talk shit about Ric Flair. I mean, he's a legend in the business and you know, but yeah, he he would never did anything to like super excite me. Yeah, I put him on my Mount Rushmore of uh I think he's on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, but I'm still just oh, not yeah. a huge fan. Uh Kerry Von Eric, the Texas Tornado's out here. Sheena, give us his uh what's his <laughs> Hall of Fame status? Yes, he is in the Hall of Fame. What year did he go in? Well, I mean, you didn't ask me what year he went in. I just knew Come he was on. in the Hall of Fame. You, have, you got one job tonight, Sheen. We're putting you to work. I guess I can't complain. I mean, Shawn Michaels is, is Kerry Von Eric's out here wrestling with one foot. I guess yeah. I can look up what uh, what year he went into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, you know, this is well before the age of the smart fan. I wonder how many of these uh, people in attendance really know the history between Flair and Kerry Von Eric. These guys had some legendary matches back in the 80s in Texas. Uh, they're reading their uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter, getting all the... Uh, and all the information, so they're all those marks out there are well informed of what's going on. Definitely, Carrie's out there wrestling on a stump, and Sheena's complaining about searching Google. <laughs> dude, but let's be real, real quick before I look this up, dude. He, you can you tell that this guy only has one good foot 
because I can't because this guy's out here doing work right now. I mean, shouts shouts to freaking Carrie Von Eric. You can't tell at all. If I had a mangled up, crushed stump of a foot, there's no way I'd be out there doing that shit. No, 2009. Way. That's when the Von Erics were had their big group induction into the Hall of Fame. Wasn't I? Also, a uh, quick plug yeah. for the Dark Side of the Ring episode on the Von Erics. It's really good. Yeah, it is really, really good. good. Yeah, was it? I mean, as good as it can be to be as sad as it the is. The Repo, Repo Man. Man. All right, yep. quick. We're going to uh, pop quiz Sheena. Who was the Repo Man in his previous life? I don't know. Your mom? Oh, <laughs> sick burn. No, he was Come Demolition on. Smash. Who is by criminal. He is not in the Hall of Fame. What, the Repo Man? Oh, yes. Yeah, Neither one. Should. Yeah, he should but, be. Yeah. Yes, the Repo Man should be in the Hall of Fame. I remember, I, I don't know, that game, I never liked the Repo Man gimmick. It does have a cool look, but uh, I just, as a kid, I didn't really understand what a Repo Man was, you know? Yeah. It's it, such a weird gimmick for a wrestler. This, shit, is, this is kind of at like the front end of the wrestlers as, you know, occupations gimmick thing that they had for like all the the low carters and like the, you know, the low mid carters there during the new generation era. Repo man was really one of the first. We had such guys as, you know, TL Hopper, Isaac Yankum. Uh, you had the goon. Remember the hockey player? The goon, yep. yep. We had, uh, Aldo Montoya. Did you say Duke, the dumpster already? Yeah. Duke, the oh, dumpster boy. Jersey. You had the hog farmer, <laughs> Henry Godwin. Yes. Everybody had a job, you know, yeah, you, you, just have to also wrestle. you have to represent the, uh, the working man. The WWF. Duke the Dumpster Dickhead. <laughs> I hate Why do you say that? Is, is, uh, is he a bad guy or something, or you just didn't like him? I f- could not stand that dude. I wish we could get a figure of him. I would still take a figure of him. I'm not saying I wouldn't take a figure of him, but I'd take a figure of Bastion Booger, too, and he's horrible, so yeah. which, which point? <laughs> True. we got to figure the Shockmaster. That you was a legendary moment in wrestling. I was gonna say that thing <laughs> is awesome. You bite your tongue, Sheena. I still wish we hey, I have no, I have no, um, no ill will with the Shockmaster, dude. I got to actually wear the original Shockmaster helmet at uh, at WrestleCon. So here comes Greg the Hammer Valentine. Still looks yep. the exact same age yep. as he did now. He's in 1992. <laughs> Greg, Greg the Lunch Lady Valentine. Greg Valentine coming in like a house of fire. What year did uh, the Hammer go into the Hall of Fame, Sheen? I don't know, but he was definitely serving meatloaf sandwiches at the Hall of Fame. What is it going to take for Demolition to get in there, man? They are so uh, they got to be up close to the top of the list of like the most deserving wrestlers that aren't in there right now, right? Vince to pass away. That's what it's going to yeah, take. Yeah, I was going to say. Some, yeah. It's going to be some sort of posthumously. Is he uh, still that mad at Demolition for being in the concussion lawsuit? I mean, he's forgiving people for worse. Weren't they like one of the, weren't they some of like the first five people yeah. to be in it, though? Yeah, they were kind of like the ringleaders. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. They they deserve it big time, though, man. Those they guys should, were. They should one hundred percent be in. That one's not even debatable. Yeah, two thousand four. Greg the Hammer Valentine went into Damn. the Hall of Fame. Dude, Greg the Val- the the Hammer's got a lot of love, man. I was never a huge fan. Maybe it's because I think he did most of his best work back in the early eighties and late seventies, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like I said, I still to me, but I think Greg Valentine, I think Rhythm and Blues, man. Yeah. He was never oh, more mage to me than, than during that time. Yeah, so I was kind of like a I wouldn't say a fan of 
um, of him, but uh, I appreciated him. We got some blonde on blonde crime. We got the Valentine going up against Ric Flair. <laughs> the nature boy and the Valentine. Yeah. The hammer. So going back to demolition, uh, Marco, I'll ask you first, man. If they go in, do you include Crush or do you just do uh, Axe and Smash? No, you just do Axe and Smash. Okay. Jordan? Wow. Uh, I would do all three, honestly. I would do all three, dude. No. Yeah, even though Crush not, was, no. even though Crush, he had such Crush, a uh, short he, run with him, I still... He prolonged uh, demolition's existence, dude. Yeah, and I just thought it was so cool when they had three people. I, I feel like Crush gets a lot of undeserved hate nowadays, but you know, it was seriously like, I think it was maybe like a four or five month period that it was really all three of them, because Crush came in, they dropped the belt. Look at Nikolai Volkov going over the top rope. Good God. Doing uh, the work. Wow. It was only like a four or five month uh, period that all three of them were there. And then Axe went away and it was just crushing Smash for a few more months. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought he, I thought he looked really cool. Crush yeah, is the man of, you know, like 18 different gimmicks. Yeah, it's not it's not hate toward them. I just think if, they, if they're ever going to get put in, they should just go in them too. Because they, when they do yeah, signings definitely. and stuff. They're, it, he's not with them. It's just them two doing well, yeah, signings I mean, and appearances and stuff. Wow. It's kind of hard to be with them wow. for the afterlife, dude. I mean, what yeah, he's, there, he's there in Jesus, spirit. Marco. Yeah, geez, dude. Marco's I was trying like, to be nice, nice about it. But you yeah, gotta yeah, make it. You had to bring it morbid. Forget about just him. To, he it, yeah, forget about him. He died. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just trying to say guy. that. I was going to say well, that. Okay. How is he supposed to show up, sign autographs, Marco? You tell us. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll just, I'm trying to keep this family friendly and not bring up anything no, morbid. But you guys, no mercy, Marco Denton. He's debuting a new gimmick, oh, and there goes Nikolai. Quick, well, Nikolai Volkov, real quick, is a Hall of Famer. Year 2005, I believe. Yep, 2005. So what are we up to on our uh, Hall of Fame count? We are the Nikolai Volkov was our tenth Hall of Famer so that far. That is crazy, man. Damn. Marco's going to yeah. go to a convention and he's going to meet Demolition and be like, like you know what I think is bullshit? Where the fuck is Crush? Yeah, it was Crush. He didn't show up. <laughs> what, he didn't have the balls to show up to this convention? Yeah. Late, late. All, always late. Never shows up. Yeah. <laughs> this is garbage. What'd I pay for this? Marco's <laughs> no-selling a death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate no sell. But, yeah. but he's dead, yeah. dead on arrival. Get your, get your like freaking that. medium out here and get his ass down here and sign this figure. Crowd is going nuts for the big boss man. She, what year did uh, Boss Man go in? Pretty sure Boss Man's in. He never shows up either to appearances. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> oh, forgive uh, us. Thank God this is only going to our Foley fam. Who? Uh, oh, Repo Man just dumped Greg you know, Valentine. But- <laughs> to, uh, 2016. Okay, I feel like he went in earlier than that, but yeah, yeah me too. Bossman was awesome. I thought like his gimmick was so strong that I feel like he doesn't get all the credit he deserves just as a worker. Man, the dude was really, um, along with Bam Bam Bigelow, one of the first really agile big men in the WWE. Yeah, agreed. And he's like he's probably about 75, 80 pounds lighter here than he was when he first came in as a heel. He lost a lot of weight. He was a yeah. big dude. There goes the repo man. Oh darn. Really, you would think Boss Man and the Repo Man will work together because the yeah. Repo Man—they made Repo Man out to just be a thief, but a Repo Man, somebody that you know goes collects on, you know, people yeah. are going deadbeats on their their debts and stuff. I don't know why they they changed it to just be like he's just going to steal everything. Yeah, he looks like the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wow. say though, he went all in. Like as far as like abrupt gimmick changes go, like that's one of the biggest ones because it was quick. It was like one week Demolition was still around, and it was like you know the next week all of a sudden there's this Repo Man guy. 
And it's Repo really man came and collected his gimmick. Yeah, that's the reason why I hit you with the, oh, Ric Flair dumps the bulldog. That's why I hit you with the pop question because he did such a good job. Like for the longest time, I didn't even realize that uh, that Smash was the Repo Man. Now, hey, oh, Flair dumping Von all the fan Eric favorites. There was the tornado and the bulldog. That's probably my two favorites in the ring right there. Flair dumped out old Stumpy. <laughs> wow! Oh. Again, this is what you guys pay for because you get to hear the uncensored version. This is the type of stuff yeah. that you would never hear us say on the regular weekly oh, feed. Oh my god! And uh, there we go. Despite Set up what you might hear here, we're actually kind, loving, empathetic human. I thought beings. you were going to say well, almost of us, except for Marco. I thought you were going to say Flair <laughs> dumped the stump. That's what I thought you were going to say. Jumps oh Hercules, god. power and glory. Damn, what a boot from Barbarian. Uh, look up Hercules. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. He's definitely in the, uh, you know, the other category we said we were going to score tonight. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think Hercules is in the Hall of Fame. He's not been on good, great terms with WWE here lately. I like how he looks like he's a not jacked Jake in the Roberts, Hall of Fame. almost. He's another he one of the most. Him, uh, he's yeah, another one of the most re- like Jake requested Roberts legends. Steroids. Hercules was just juiced out of his mind. Dude. I don't know what kind of gas he was on, but I think. Uh, you know, pretty much the whole time he was in WWE, he was wow. he was on the. Uh, so he came in at number fourteen. So we're almost halfway through the rumble. Wow! Can we talk about how Ric Flair has just been whooping ass the whole time though? Like he hasn't yeah. really taken much. Yeah, he uh, hasn't done the Roman Reigns take yeah. a nap in the corner or nothing. Yeah. What are you talking about? How how is Hercules still in bad terms with uh, WWE? He hasn't said a word about the company in seventeen years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, his estate, his estate. Yeah, he doesn't have a legends <laughs> deal. I never had a figure. <laughs> Now we got Boss Man oh, and Ric Flair one on one. Oh, oh, bitch smack from Ric Flair. Has it really been 17 years since Hercules passed away? Yeah. <laughs> We're Jeez. old, Seth. We're old. You have to admit it at some point. Jordan's uh, rattling around all his ice cubes, making sure he gets every last drop of his uh, Makers 46. <laughs> Jesus, sorry, guys. I didn't know we were on like production level 100 tonight. You we're know, not. We're not, man. Like we, I said, this is why. Oh. Oh. oh, oh God, damn. Did you violent, see that bottom dude. rope just snap and hit Big Boss Man in the head? Dude? Yeah, I think that was the worst yeah, pump I've ever seen Big oh Boss Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Nature Boy has cleared the ring. We get the classic Jackie Fargo flop that Ric Flair stole. Uh Man, what a freaking that was kind of what like a performance that, uh, so far. Yeah, it was kind of like that bump that Enzo took. Remember when he like knocked himself yes, out cold? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was almost very similar to that. Here we go. So the yeah, race clear. That definitely was not supposed to happen like that. No. Ric Flair's getting his break, and who's coming in? One of his Holy all-time rivals. Nike crowd is on fire. Keep in mind Roddy, about Roddy Roddy Piper. Rick, they've already, the crowd's already seen Roddy Piper <laughs> win his first ever championship, the Intercontinental Title, earlier tonight. So. He is on fire right now. This is my favorite uh, era of Roddy Piper also um, going into his legendary match with Brett at WrestleMania 8. Yeah, it Rick is, did not want to see him come out. It's yeah. June 28th as we record this. Again, we design all these Patreon episodes to kind of be evergreen that you can go back and listen to them whenever and they'll be good. But um, it is kind of cool watching this today because earlier this morning we saw the WWE.com, the latest Mattel reveals, and uh, Piper's going to get an upcoming Legends figure that – is based off of his 1992 look with the longer hair and the black t-shirt that he was wearing to the ring during that time. So really excited for that one. That's going to kind of be my, uh, my default Roddy Piper figure. Uh, once I get it for my collection. Yeah. He is our 12th hall of famer and he went in in 2005. Just think about that. We're halfway through the rumble and we've seen 12 hall of famers so far tonight. There's a lot of 05 inductees. Yeah. uh, 05 was a hot year for the hall of fame. Apparently. 
we have another member to our other list as well. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. He gets pointed in both columns. He's yeah. a dual threat. <laughs> oh, I just want to say I say this every rumble because we're watching these older rumbles but somebody needs to bring back monogram boots I know Charlotte wears monogram boots they're beautiful clearly but like dude they just set off the ring gear dude I think they just make it look so mage yeah a lot of guys don't even rock the regular boots like that anymore most guys are going with the kick pads over yeah. like the wrestling shoes or sneakers Let's make Sleeper boots. Hole. Let's make boots great again. <laughs> Roddy's this is Roddy's finisher. We should have done a finisher count also. Next next one we're gonna start up. Uh, everybody's gonna get. I, I think before the next Rumble watch along, all four of us. Here comes Jake, oh another boy. Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, heel Jake with uh, this. This look was in the original Legend series. Yeah. Um, I think for the next Rumble, all four of us are gonna get a tasker that we got to keep the count on all throughout the Rumble, and we'll roll with it. Look at Jake, classic Jake the Snake move. He's just chilling out. He says, "Yeah, you guys have at it. Why, why dive in on it?" That's the strategy that I use in uh, triple threat matches on WWE 2K. I let the computer just uh, fight it out, and I go hide outside the ring. Jake went in 2014. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, WWE waited for him to to sober up before they put him in there. No shit. They weren't gonna let him. Uh, Get get a live mic on stage when he was still, uh, you know, fighting with his demons. <laughs> Jeez, they, they, wanted, how we, they wanted him thumping his Bible before he got up. Uh, he got on stage. His punches were so clean. Oh yeah, Jake the Snake, short arm clothesline. He was so good as a heel, man. Like even though he had an awesome run as a face, he was so good as a heel. It seems like the crowd still want to cheer for him here, though, man. The DDT, like, it was just, it was basically like the one-winged angel of its day, like, as far yeah. as finishers go. People love seeing that move. Snake it's hard not boots. to cheer for him. So yeah. sick. This is, uh, he would have this match, and then he would fight The Undertaker at WrestleMania 8, and that would be it for for Jake on pay-per-view in the WWF. Damn, until he man. came back in 1996. That's which, crazy. You know, that run kind of was what it was. It gave us the famous Austin 316 moment, but aside from that, it was not the greatest. It's one yeah. the same seeing Jake coming out in like green sweatpants and shit. The vest, like the snake yeah. vest. Three legends though, Jake, Ric Flair, and Roddy Piper. It's, it's crazy what a difference a year makes. You know, we talked about it last on the 91 Royal, Royal Rumble watch along. It's a mouthful. It, uh, that one kind of run out of steam. This one has been incredible well, so that's far. That's the difference yeah, when awesome. you give a match. Stakes. I mean, they the the, the, cha- the championship is on the line here. You can't have a bunch of freaking jabronis coming out. I mean, arguably any of the guys that we've seen so far. I mean, aside from like Repo Man, could possibly have won the freaking title. Yeah, you know I agree. What I mean? yeah. I'd say so, outside of uh, outside of like Repo Man, uh, you know, Barbarian and Haku, and maybe Sags. Uh, yeah, you're right. Any of these guys could could win it. What uh, what year did Hacksaw go in the Hall of Fame? Two thousand eleven. She's on it. I know. <laughs> Hacksaw we, again. One of the hey, hey, listen, I, I cut all my excuses. I couldn't make any more excuses after uh, I got motivated. <laughs> Carrie Von Eric motivated me to stay on top of this. Hacksaw is one of the nicest wrestlers you could ever meet. If you get a chance the to meet this best. dude, get an autograph, take a picture, do it, man. This guy's, he's so cool, so friendly, man. Are you saying, um, are you, Sheena, are you saying that Carrie, Carrie uh, helped you stay one leg up? Oh, no. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he's, wow. he's, he motivated her to put her best foot forward. <laughs> yes. You guys 
our next level. No, uh, no half stepping on this one. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. <laughs> Hey, Foley fam. I'm trying out a new app called Wisdom. Wisdom is a place where you can listen and talk with interesting people, share advice, ask questions, and be inspired. I hope you'll join me in the app. I'll be doing my first talk on Wisdom this Sunday, December 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll be chatting about how to start your own podcast on the hobbies you're passionate about. Download the Wisdom app and use the link in my show notes to follow Chick Foley and participate in my talk. Sheena wants to be ten toes down on uh, on this assignment. <laughs> Not five. Oh my god! Uh, again, this is what you guys pay for on the Patreon exclusive. You guys are getting the uncensored version of the, uh, uh, of the Chick Foley show here. So, yes, yeah, so R.I.P. Harry Von Eric. Oh, you can't Thoughts apologize. Uh, yeah, we've made all the wisecracks, but we've also showed a ton of love. I, I, I love Kerry Von Eric. He's currently oh, on yeah. a uh, year-long championship reign in my universe on WWE 2K. So, yeah, we, we love the Texas Tornado. We're trying to make comedy great. My son, my son Brett's even actually a fan <laughs> of the Tornado now. He always wants to get the Texas Tornado in any of his matches when he plays WWE 2K. This is the uh, uncancel culture side of the Chick-fil-A podcast. As an adult, you know, I hated this guy as a kid, but he... He's so much more of a, a heel now that I'm a grown up making my own money, yeah, man. If there the was IRS, if, if there's IRS around nowadays, I would throw a freaking beer bottle at his head at, at a live <laughs> show. Man. Jesus, do you like paying taxes? You like paying Jordan? taxes, dude. You, you oh, like man. that the, the government has scammed everybody in the world to freaking you know giving part of their paycheck to them? Yeah, not when he for, yeah. for nefarious purposes. Oh, don't be putting my business in the streets. Especially, yeah, so <laughs> talking about taxes. Jordan's like, I don't pay taxes. What are you talking about? I haven't paid my taxes in years. <laughs> I want to get the. Uh, I, I want the. I want to get the hot tub time machine and go grab IRS and bring him into 2021. And let him fight Nick Gage in a death match, man. Oh, Mike man. Rotunda is not in the Hall of Fame. Dude. Really? That is crazy because he had a hell of a run. He was a tag team champ with Barry Windham as a. What were they called? Were they called the U.S. Express or something like that? Look up the get us on that stat sheet. What was what was Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda's tag team name? He they should be in. one against the Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Um, he, he should be in off of Bray Wyatt alone. Come on, now. the other crazy yeah, thing for, for, for giving us Bray Wyatt. <laughs> the other crazy thing for uh, Mike Rotunda, you know, that their tag team with Barry Windham, they originally had Real American Hulk Hogan's legendary theme song. That was originally their theme U.S. Music. Express. The yep. U.S. Express. Yeah. Yeah. Real American was their song first. And then, uh, you know, WWF basically said, nah, y'all got to come up off that play. And they gave it to the Hulkster. <laughs> that was Hogan saying that. Oh, I kind of like that, brother. Yeah. That, that song works for me, brother. <laughs> Really but uh, you, but yes, a freaking IRS uh, Mike Rotunda. He had a big run in WCW too as part of the Varsity Club. Um, so yeah, I don't know, uh, yeah, I don't know awesome. why he's in the Hall of Fame. And he's worked backstage for WWE for years. You know, he's the father of of the fiend Bray Wyatt. So that's weird that he's not in the Hall of Fame. And the homesteader Bo Wyatt or Bo Dallas. Here comes the, the murderer. <laughs> the allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly, yeah. Jimmy Snook, a Hall of Famer. Yes, 1996. We call Hall it right down the middle here on the Chick Foley show. We're not taking a side. Yeah. Alleged. Alleged. Does this guy look like a murderer? He, would, uh, he wasn't convicted, right? 
No, he had a. It, I, I think it ended in a. He finally went to trial shortly before he died, and yeah. it ended in a mistrial. And then, like in between, when they were going to go and have a uh, second trial, that's when he passed away. So, I think pretty much everybody kind of understands what happened. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of just one of those tragic moments in history. I don't think it was like straight up. Uh, not to get too far down the weeds, there's a great episode of Dark Side of the Ring you guys can watch. I don't think yeah. it was straight up like first degree homicide. I think he was just you know yeah, physically abusive have, and yeah. did a little bit too much damage, then, which I mean yeah. still makes you a piece of shit. But um, yeah, Vince McMahon covered it up too. That was the other. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah what I was say, up and talk to the cops. That's what I was gonna say. I wonder how it ended in a mistrial. <laughs> yeah. Could it have been uh, some McMahon bucks? We haven't even thought about this. I didn't think about it until just now. What are we going to do with the 2004 Rumble? I think we should just pick some random event and watch that instead of that one, man. Oh, no. We got to watch that. No. You think we need to watch it? Yeah, we got to watch it. Uh, What do you think, Marco? Yeah, let's watch it. Why not? That that Rumble is really good. It is a good good Rumble, man. But I just, you know, you got to talk Chris Benoit from start to finish. Maybe we'll just call him the wrestler. We won't say his name the entire. We won't acknowledge him the entire time. No, we'll just call him the the crippler because that's what he is. The crippler. Oh Oh, god! (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) Mark it down. June twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty one. We're about four months shy of the three-year mark. This is the night that uh, the Chick Foley show got canceled. No, Here we go. Not. Oh, baby. So we get one Hall of Famer and one dead man on uh, this entrance, The Undertaker. So uh, one of the stipulations from all the championship controversy was that Hogan and Undertaker would be able to come out in the final 10. Which, which number is Undertaker? Undertaker is, this is 20. 20, yeah. So they come out 20 and later, of course... Hulk gets a prime number. Undertaker gets screwed and gets basically like the least amount of advantage possible. But here he comes. He's still deep into his straight up zombie gimmick, like moving slow, no selling everything. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. Chase. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty crazy seeing this compared to uh, what he would become just a few years later. There he goes. Oh, just Dumps that piece of shit, Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, just eliminated Jimmy Snooker right off the bat. <laughs> goes right Flash for the murderer. To, yeah, <laughs> back to WrestleMania 7 when he uh, squashed him. Yeah, Undertaker. Oh. He did. He did have. A, he did cut a promo before the Royal Rumble. Undertaker. So he was speaking um, a little bit. Now, he was like, one yeah, sentence. he was. And he had, by this time, you know, if you go back and watch that Tuesday in Texas and Survivor Series '91, he had a lot of fans because he was just such a badass. I mean, he's yeah. a cool ass character. He looked different, iconic look, and he kicks everybody's ass. Whoa, Undertaker with a low blow on Roddy Piper. I did not remember Undertaker throwing low blows back during or on a uh, hacksaw. I don't remember throwing low blows back during this time, but uh, yeah, he started getting some cheers to where they were basically forced to turn him face. And between this event and uh, and WrestleMania, he would end up turning good and end up fighting Jake at WrestleMania eight. Remember, Jake was about to uh, hit Elizabeth with a steel chair, and it was Undertaker that stopped him. And Jake was Paul. a hating on Elizabeth, man. Yeah, Paul Bear also her. a double threat in this match, by the way. Yeah, true. <laughs> Didn't even think about that one. <laughs> PB. Do the listeners even know what the what the second column is? Yeah, we talked about it earlier. We said, remember, I said that we should have done. What do we have more of on this event? Dead people or Hall of Famers? There's another two for. Look at Macho Man. He's coming out to whoop some ass. He's yes. just looking for somebody. Where are they at? Did Jake <laughs> take off? Jake didn't get eliminated, right? Didn't Jake take off running to hide from Macho Man? Uh, yeah, there's Jake right there. See, Jake don't want no part of Macho. He saw Macho Man coming and uh, just dipped out. 
because they're deep in their feud right now. I think they've uh, they fought a Tuesday for, uh, in Texas, but they hadn't yet had their their big Saturday night's main event blow off from the huge feud that these guys have been having. Yeah, Savage uh, is in the Hall of Fame 2015, clearly. So he's our 16th Hall of Famer. Damn, we were at we were at that Mania, Sheena. So yeah. I hope you would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't go to the Hall of Fame. That's for sure. Yeah, but we saw them come out at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, that was that was the. Uh, um, the I didn't genius. see Macho Man come out at WrestleMania. You yeah, saw the, the genius. genius. Um, yeah, freaking uh, every that. single person remember was wearing the that purple. And then um, Macho eliminates himself. Macho Man shirt in- that they were selling at Hot Topic that year. Yep. Macho is in such a rage, he eliminates himself. This is actually two straight years that Macho Man would make a straight buffoon of himself. I won't spoil what happens at the end of the 93 Rumble um, for our next watch along, but keep keep in mind that Macho Man straight up just eliminated himself by jumping over the top rope to get at Jake. Like, dude, why couldn't you take half a breath and roll under the, the bottom rope here, or something? Dude. He doesn't care. He's, he's filled with anger and hate right now. Yeah. Seth giving the listeners a tease. Yeah. Playing the long game. <laughs> Undertaker and Jake working together. That was a pretty badass, too. So remember, they crashed Macho Man's wedding at uh, <laughs> SummerSlam 91. Or maybe they're saying Macho Man's not eliminated. I see Undertaker throwing him back in the ring. Maybe, oh, no, they, maybe second they, rope. No, he's nah, def- he, ju- he definitely he's jumped over the top rope, but maybe they uh, sometimes you know they sometimes kind of pick and choose when they actually want to enforce the rules. We have the commentary turned off right now, just so we can uh, can give you guys the best audio experience possible. And we are delivering, pal. Oh yeah, we oh, yeah. Undertaker oh, yeah. is scary right now. What number are we on, Sheen? Um, Savage just came in at twenty-one. Okay, so we got nine people left to go. Uh, I think we could already say it, even without seeing how this thing ends up. I think this is by far the best one we've watched so far. Oh, yeah, Are you guys definitely. in agreement on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one of the best Rumbles ever. I love, I love uh, Hacksaw. I mean, I think it is, uh, yeah. Undertaker, just no fair at all. Like Sheen said, there's just really been, like, no filler, you know? Even the people yeah. that suck have kind of been, or not suck, but, like, the people that have no shot at winning, they've at least been interesting. Yeah. Hacksaw could have won this too. He was super over. Oh yeah, Hacksaw was over as hell. I don't think he ever got a title reign until he uh, he found the WCW TV Championship in the uh, in the trash on an episode of Nitro and became the TV champion. <laughs> Ric Flair with the low blow on Taker. I saw that he hit him right in the little tombstones. <laughs> the Berserker, Huss, Huss. Us. Not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you got Mr. No. Fuji, who is, though. Should be. So we got one Hall of Famer. And y'all are hating on Hacksaw, dude. He's our OG, Royal Rumbler. True. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's a former Royal Rumble winner. I think last I saw of uh, Barbarian, John Nord, I think he got into some legal trouble up in Minnesota a few years back. Minnesota? <laughs> I'm look up. I'll see what it is. I'll see what ended up happening. I remember seeing he got arrested for something. I never saw the fallout, though. We got a lot of double threat managers tonight, Seth. Mr. Fuji, oh, yeah. also a double threat. Oh, is Mr. Fuji? He's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? Definitely needs to be. I'm pretty sure he's in the Hall of Fame. Look it up, Shane. That's... I mean, that's your job. Mr. Fuji's got to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. If he's not, that's a tragedy. He may not be. That's a tragedy. Maybe if he legacy? Isn't. Maybe this. Oh, wrong. He, he is. Uh, 2007, Mr. Fuji. I was Fuji like, he's got to be. Well, I... Th- 
I don't know why I was thinking he wasn't, but let's see. It's because he's yeah. never had a uh, he's never had a figure hey. by Mattel. Yeah, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so on March 23rd, 2019, uh, John Nord was arrested for DUI. And his license, it was... Uh, uh, so he was already suspended. riding dirty. So he's riding dirty and drunk. He has had... Yeah. So here we go. So, you know, go ahead and mute just for the next, you know, 30 seconds if you're a huge Barbarian fan because you're not going to hear this. Dude has had seven DUIs. Jesus Christ. I mean, seven I gotta say, at this point, just lock him up. Yeah. Wow. This was his seventh DUI arrest, and he's had 16 arrests in the last 10 years for either felonies or misdemeanors. Yeah, but yeah. I all he times. got was, but all he got was five years probation for that. How crazy is that? How messed up is our legal system? Am I the wrong? prosecution was trying to send him to jail for four years, but he ended up just getting probation for five years. For so he your, was, DUIs? He was, he was on like Judge Judy or Judge Mathis on one of these DUIs too. I'm almost positive. Really? Wow. Yeah, he I'm was. Almost positive. No, no, no. So, okay. So, interrupt me if we hit anything interesting on here. Yeah, so, Virgil, John Nord, not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> John Nord appeared on the January 2004 2018 <laughs> episode of Judge Mathis, where he was sued by someone that he became friends with at a substance abuse facility, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he, he had charged up. 4,800 bucks on one of her credit cards. Damn. And to help pay her back, he gave her two, this is in quotes on the Wikipedia page, 205 valuable wrestling dolls from his <laughs> days in the wrestling business to sell online. I would have taken the lady. Out. The lady sold all of them, but they only came up with 1,700 bucks. She should have held on to them, dude. Yeah, but he yeah. said that they, she should have got more. He said the toys were enough to uh, to pay her off, man. He's <laughs> so, probably not wrong, actually. Yeah, so it ended up being he ended up getting a judgment of having to pay three thousand bucks <laughs> to his friend from the substance abuse facility. So Damn. hard times for the barbarian. Let's get Damn. back to the rumble. That's uh, dark, yeah. I, that I just our, increased my barbarian knowledge by like three hundred percent. That was our dark side of the ring segment. Yeah, yeah. Dark side of the chick <laughs> man. Ugh. Yeah, we need dark side of the rumble. That's what we're gonna start. I still want a Virgil, uh, a, a baby face Virgil figure. I'd rather. I don't really like the candy striper pants. Why is pants. he a candy striper? He's got on here. Yeah, I like, like the uh, like the boxing shorts, like from his Hasbro look, man. He's dripping that meat sauce. That's why he's wearing those. Uh... Yeah, baby, bread sticks. <laughs> Fuck money and meat sauce, baby. Take you to the Olive Garden. At least he's keeping his balls in these candy. We striper. we talked about it before, oh man. God. It was so depressing at WrestleCon at WrestleMania 33 because his booth was right across from Scott Hall's, and Scott Hall's got this huge line, line stretched out all the way back him. out the door. And then there's no way they're waiting for Virgil. And Scott Hall's coming in with the big drip with the Outsiders uh, like suit jacket on and stuff, and then uh, Virgil's over there in like a faded Under Armour sweatshirt, you know, just yeah, looking like yeah, a badass. I, I experienced the same thing. Um, he was at a. He was at a WrestleCon before, and uh, I was I was waiting in line to get a picture with the Steiner brothers, and uh, he was like right the line was like way past his table, and he's literally tr- just trying to get everyone in the line to pay him twenty bucks to take a picture with him. It was <laughs> Here comes annoying. the Iron Sheik. Yeah. What uh, what's our what's our Hall of Fame coming up to you now, Sheen? Iron Sheik uh, is Hall of Famer two thousand five, and he is our eighteenth Hall of Famer. Bubba, I'm getting the uh, this is going to be one of the next collectors editions the the uh, Colonel Mustafa version. I get a of yeah. Iron Sheik. I get a. We're getting the slaughter too. We just need to find a way to get General Adnan now, so we'll have the whole kind of axis of evil. Yeah, I get a. Uh, I get to find a picture when I met him. Um, Iron Sheik. Uh, Shaky, baby. It was like two, 2014 or something like that. He uh, 
I told him he was the greatest world champion. Oh, thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're the greatest world champion that ever lived. Oh, thank you. Thank you, there's a uh, there's a guy that I work with that I I'm not sure where he's from. It's definitely some sort of uh, Persian descent man, and like he gets fired up at work, dude. He sounds just like the Iron Sheik. You know, he's like, "Fuck that motherfucker!" I'm like, I want to ask him, like, dude, can you please just tell me that you want to put somebody in the camel clutch and break their back and humble them? Like, I'll pay you. I'll like, break yeah, you. Like, yeah, Fuck this dude, he'll be, he'll be having a conversation with me and telling me about something he's really fired up about. And I'm just like having to hold back my laughter because I'm like, dude, all I can hear is the freak, baby. <laughs> Fucking Hulk Hogan raising balls. Blair <laughs> <laughs> still wants to see that in my Ultimate Edition figure that I described earlier on. Yeah, this would be like the. The second head sculpt for Flair right here. This look he's got going with the... Messy hair. Yeah, it's like some sort of like peacock or some shit. (laughs) Rick Martell. I don't... Okay, let's do a quick pop quiz. I think... I don't think he is. He's Uh, not. Marco. He's definitely not. Okay. Yeah, we'll ruin the pop quiz. Yeah, there you go. Jeez, I was going to go around let everybody take a guess, but Marco came in hot. Sorry, sorry. I mean... (laughs) Gina, can you confirm? He's, he's definitely not in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy, man. Yeah. How is Tito in, but he's, he's not? A, he doesn't want to be. That's what I've... I mean, if you listen to like... Uh, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, we talked about that on his previous appearances on the Watch Long series. He kept yeah. a very low profile um, since he left the wrestling game. He just... I think he's kind of just happy to chill in Canada and do his thing. Yeah. Such I'd a love to get look. a Strike Force. Uh, I'd love to get a Strike Force Rick Martel, though. That's actually one of my most wanted figures right now, yeah, at least was, as far as the, the legends go. I was a fan of uh, Rick Martel. The model. Think about all the Hall of Famers we have in here, and we have Undertaker walking around, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I still they're they, they're with the Sheik, aka Colonel Mustafa. I still feel like when Undertaker goes in, he should be the only, um, yeah, the yeah, only like, Hall of Fame induction yeah. that year. They should do like they did with Andre the Giant, and I think you could do. Um, like four separate inductions for like his different characters. You know what I mean? You could do like the zombie, then you could do the guy, like the black and purple baby face run. American like Ministry of Darkness. Yeah, American yeah. Badass. And they, and they, they the definitely could because think about how think about how much they cashed out on the 30 years of Undertaker do with all the merch, all the collaborations. If they yeah. just did a single Undertaker um, induction for the Hall of Fame, like they, it would be insane. Yeah, they could just have like all his like opponents come up and like you know, do a, like a speech like Mick Foley, Stone Cold, yeah. The Rock, yeah, be awesome. Triple H, did uh, Jimmy Snuka. No, I'm joking. Do you guys Man. remember 2015 Survivor Series when they did the the 25 years of like it was the Undertaker 25 celebration? Yeah, I have that book actually. Yeah, you guys realize this year is going to be 25th year since The Rock debuted at Survivor Series. God. Oh my God, shut Jesus. your mouth. Oh. Did you guys? Uh, oh, there he is. The real American has entered the match. There's the Hulkster. I know. Did you, uh, years since the Rock did you guys debuted. see that fan made poster yes. that was going around a couple weeks ago though on social media? It was it was badass. It was uh it was like a brick wall and it showed a picture of the it was it was the rock walking by, like you know, modern day rock, but the shadow was like Rocky Maya V. Yeah, you, know, you can that. see he had the big oh, hair. Yeah, cool. it looked like it was like goosebumps, dude. Like it was really and I'm not even like the hugest like nostalgia guy for the rock as much as I appreciate everything he's done in the wrestling biz, but uh yeah, just really, really cool. Um, we need this Hogan whole figure is, too. Yeah, Hogan is Hall of Famer 2005. Yeah, obviously. definitely. No, we, we, need don't need, we don't need the, any more uh, Hogan figures. We're all with them. with the model. <laughs> he can, he can uh, relax somewhere. Virgil of all people dumped Rick Martel. Look at the heels just teaming up on the Hulkster. That's He's about to kick it. some ass. 
There you go. He, Hit a couple eye rakes. Again, Hulk keeping with tradition from the last one. He's wrestles like a heel. Uh oh. He, he is a he, he's I think he's always been a heel. Oh, there went the Undertaker. Hulk dumps Taker. Fucking Hogan. And there goes Barbarian. <laughs> I mean, dude, the place is going nuts for him though. Maybe we spoke too soon earlier when we were saying that the crowd uh was no. kind of over Hulk. They are going nuts no. right now. No, fuck Hogan. <laughs> I mean, he is a racist piece of shit. We've definitely uh, kind of established you know, that. Yeah. It'll always be fuck Hogan. Yeah, but since he tried to kick out on the warrior, I've hated his Oh, words. double elimination of Hacksaw and Virgil, man. Yeah, if you, if, if you don't hate Hogan because of that, you're not a real warrior fan. He tried to kick out at three. Like, that yeah. was blatant right there. What, uh... What entry are we on, Shane? We are... Hogan is number 26. Okay, so four people left. Yep. Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> oh, God. I would take an elite of Skinner, man. We need a... We need you know, a is Skinner in your uh, universe? Your 2K? Tobacco he's not. stains no, on he's his... Not. Uh, he's one of the... Uh, the Hasbro Five, man. There's five wrestlers that the only figure they've ever had was in the Hasbro line. It's uh, Skinner, Bart Gunn, Nails, Ludwig Borga, and uh, Head Shrinker Samu. I know we'll talk about this on the show, but did you guys see uh, who Zombie Sailor signed? Fuck yes. Uh, yeah, I was kind of as excited as I am for that figure. I'm a little bit bummed because I was really hoping we'd get a Mattel one-man gang. Some point, but I suppose those deals aren't exclusive. You know, I can't imagine yeah. that Zombie Sailor signing these guys to exclusive deals. Yeah, because yeah, there was a Mattel prototype of one man gang that was made, and then I guess his contract ran out or whatever. But yeah, I'd love to have another Akeem and a uh, a uh, a one man gang figure. But yeah, that's gonna be awesome. <clears throat> Skinner, uh, for those that don't know, his uh, most valuable contribution is he started Florida Championship Wrestling. Which is what the is the organization that would eventually turn into the NXT that we know and love today. So, this dude has had a huge impact on the wrestling biz. He was yeah. uh, part of the Fabulous Ones in the USWA Mid South Territory before coming to coming to WWE as Skinner, which was basically just like a Everglades Swamp Man. Is look up uh, Steve Kern Hall of Fame. He's not. He's not. No. I thought I knew Skinner wasn't in the Hall of Fame, but I thought maybe a Steve Kern he might have went in. He should be if he he definitely did that, like made that contribution. Yeah, yeah, because he was in. I mean, that tag team was huge in like you know the southern uh, southern wrestling, and then uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, he started Florida Championship Wrestling. All right, here we go, number twenty-eight, three, two. Hogan, how are you already tired? You just got in the ring. Come on, man. Slaughter, another Hall of Famer, another former world champ. This was, you know, we saw Slaughter at the Royal Rumble last year. It was the freaking Iraqi sympathizer of all things, winning the world yeah. championship from the Ultimate Warrior. That's another one yeah, right up there with, uh, <laughs> right up there with the Nasty Boys, um, winning the tag belts from Heart Foundation at WrestleMania Seven. There goes Skinner, uh, Slaughter beating Warrior. I was so pissed off, man, just because Slaughter was such a bore to me, just with his in ring style and stuff. Yeah, he had some pretty badass matches back in the eighties. He was actually doing some really, really violent stuff, especially by. WWF standards, um, but this this version of Slaughter in the early 90s was a straight-up snooze fest in the ring. <laughs> I really enjoyed the the Sergeant Slaughter, Iron Sheik, uh, Hidden Treasures episode. I thought that was really good. 
Yeah, that was good. Those have all been pretty good. Yeah, they have. All all of those shows and all the, the biographies and stuff have been great. Yeah, I can't say anything bad. They did a really good job with those. Yeah, that show had the potential to be really lame. And I mean, I know a lot of it's a work, but I feel like all they still did a really good job. Macho all Man choking out IRS yeah. with Hulk Hogan's tank top. I like to suspend my disbelief a little bit. You know Me what too. I mean? I'm with, I'm with you, Sheen. It's not a work. I'm like, oh my God, that, that Ric Flair robe just popped up on eBay? No way. <laughs> <laughs> what timing? Yeah, what timing? They just happened to be filming at the time the, the listing went up. Who it's, knew? It's and possible. has it been has it been seen in, you know, 20 plus years? <laughs> it's possible. Hogan and Flair. It's still crazy that we uh, Hogan and Flair didn't end up main eventing WrestleMania this year. This year, as in like twenty. I mean, 21? this year as we're watching nineteen ninety two. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. There he is, Hogan and Flair, the master, the ruler of the world, Sid yeah. Justice. That was I'm a still huge, a bit I was bummed a that back, uh, the SummerSlam Elite this year didn't have the blue gear underneath. I was really hoping for this look underneath the. Uh, the referee gear, even though the red singlet for the WCW look was cool, I still think we're we're owed uh, the Sid Justice figure. I'm so Sid, mad not they didn't in the uh, Hall of Fame. No, definitely not. They didn't. I'm so Sid's, mad they didn't. They didn't coin that phrase, Sid Marks. If you're a uh, Sid fan, <laughs> Sid Marks. That's, that's what weird. I was. I was a Sid Mark, dude. I love Sid. Sid is. Uh, he's got to be up there with Demolition Man. Is the mo- the most deserving. Uh, you know, non Hall of Famer. He's a two time world champ, man. Yeah, he beat he beat Brett and Shawn Michaels. Come on now. Yeah. Like he beat two-time like the top world two champ. guys. Main evented he's main evented two WrestleManias. He main evented WrestleMania eight against Hogan and WrestleMania thirteen against The Undertaker. Yeah. We'll have to do a deep dive sometime and see how many um world champs aren't in the Hall of Fame. It can't be many. That's true. Yeah. It's probably a yeah. handful. Yeah, there can't be very many. You're exactly right. That's what I do. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. Best in the business. <laughs> yeah. Encyclopedia Phelps over here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Sid and Chris Benoit. I'm, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know if there's any others that aren't in the Hall of Fame. Chris Benoit's not in the Hall of Fame yet? No. I wonder no, when he'll get in. He's, uh, he's in the Hall of Fame in hell somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> The hell of fame. Yeah. On a highway to hell. Look at Sid with the kip up. Dude was a freak, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. With the blonde hair so girl. So good. Is this uh, number 30 right here, Sheen? This is number 30 coming in in here five seconds. I have no idea who this is. Again, this is before the number 30 spot was really hyped up. It would be it's some sort of warrior. No, I'm joking. Dude, that would have been amazing. It's the warlord, warlord. Harvey Whippleman. I don't think either one of these guys are nope. in the Hall of Fame. Nope, nope, nope. No, warlord was a freaking beast. Warlord, he's a talking freak about nature. to be in the Hall of Fame. Jesus talking about Christ, Hercules, dude. yeah, this is another dude that was definitely on some high grade. He's got some like titty meat. He was like Braun Strowman before Braun Strowman. This guy, yeah, definitely on the diesel. Oh yeah, for sure. He just couldn't move around, man. His matches were again just a straight up snooze fest, man. Dude moves like he's made of wood or something. Look at that Flair and Hogan on the outside. Oh, Hulk busting out a vertical suplex. Hulk must get his shit in. Oh yeah, Hogan <laughs> must pose. 
<laughs> All right, so we're down to one, two, three. Oh, what a uh, elimination from Slaughter, man. Hits the turnbuckle so hard, he just goes flying out. So we're down to eight. So Sid could obviously win. We talked about him, Hogan yep. and Flair kind of being the favorites coming in. Macho could definitely win, and Piper could definitely win. I don't think anybody thought that uh, IRS, Rick Martell, or Warlord had a uh, shot to win at this, at this point in their careers. Flair's out. He could, I mean, they could toss him right now if they wanted to, but just leave him there. Let him rest. Got to take a nap. More blonde on blonde crime. Hogan and Flair. <laughs> the trunks were definitely the uh, the way to go as far as uh, attire goes during this time. Yeah, yeah, it was it was championship trunks back then. Yeah, look at we have what six of the final eight. Are rocking and just the look trunks. how just look how like plain it's like plain blue trunks, plain yellow trunks, plain <laughs> pink trunks, plain black trunks. And then Piper's got on playing like navy blue trunks. Warlord's the only one putting any, uh, I think, uh, any swag on. Yeah, Ric Flair's got a little, a small monogram on his, yeah. but he, like, that's it. Sid and uh, Rick look like they could be like a tag team of, or something almost. Because of Warlord. With their combination with the pink yeah. and blue. Yeah. Just think, uh, you could just go into any freaking sports store and just buy a pair of, like, you know, trunks and look like hogan you know that's actually no that's no summer 2021 i think i'm gonna wear wrestling trunks instead of shorts this summer (laughs) (laughs) hot boy summer summer, yeah just a high-waisted wrestling trunks oh my my gosh (laughs) just eliminated roddy piper and the model in one i think we got got rid of all the cannon fodder so yeah here we go this these are the four guys that would double main event wrestlemania eight yeah, we this got is a Rick final Flair, four right here. Hogan, yeah. Sid. That's a hell of a final Savage. four. This is like—is this the best final four we've seen so far out of the Rumbles? Oh, by hundred percent. Oh, there goes Savage Macho. just got dumped. And we'd have to do some. Uh, obviously, we'd have to keep up with it, but this has got to be in the mix for best—the uh, best final four ever. You know, you yeah. got Hogan, who's an eight-time champ. Flair's a sixteen-time champ. Sid won the belt twice, and I think Macho Man ended up being a six-time world champ when all was said and done. So. Yeah, some serious. Uh, oh, almost. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Sid just sitting back watching. So pay attention to the crowd reactions here, and here it is. Oh, look at that. Okay, yeah, the crowd's hype. I think it's a mixture of shock and hype. Everybody's going nuts. Look, there's though. a little boy in the front row. It's just like so sad. Clean as a sheet, man. Can we all look agree? at this little boy? He's no, leaning he over the guardrail. Can we yeah. all agree that that was a hundred percent legal clean. and fair? How yeah, Sid that was clean. Hulk. Yeah. And now yeah. watch this. Look at this, man. Bobby Heenan was right all along, man. He had been telling us that this dude was a freaking cheater and a baby and a sore loser. After being eliminated, wow. he helps eliminate. Sid Justice and Ric Flair is your new WWF world champ. That what a some, finish, That man. is some bullshit. What a Hogan finish. Was so a this, hell, man. this would lead to Hogan and Sid Justice at WrestleMania 8 in the main event, which was billed as uh, Hulk Hogan's final match. Obviously, we know that he was still wrestling, you know, some 16, 17 years after this. Uh, yeah. Man. Great, great match, man. What a I think this is without a doubt the best rumble ever, and it's one of the best matches, period, you could ever watch, man. He has like, that Rod Stewart hair, it looks like. Hey, the other yeah. thing that uh <laughs> we didn't really talk about, we've been watching this on mute just uh, you know, for the listeners' sake. 
Uh, Bobby Heenan on commentary does a tremendous job. It's Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon on commentary. And Heenan's just in the bag for Flair all night. He's really like, you know, extra character, like just selling you. As soon as Flair comes out, he just can't believe it. You know, he's going off on Flair being the number three entry. And the cool thing Gorilla Monsoon does, he starts off just shitting on everything Ric Flair does. And then over the course of the match, he kind of starts to buy in and starts showing respect um, to kind of just really sell it, how impressive a performance it is. Ric Flair coming in at that number three spot and winning the world championship. So now we got Hulkster and Sid, uh, you know, going at it. Got the whole referee crew out there trying to break this up. There's Pat Patterson just got slung by the collar. Pat Patterson's in the suit with the white dad sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) He is wearing white dad sneakers. When you have to, uh, you know, produce a, uh, an insanely good match and then go mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> trying to see if they have, the, they have Velcro straps on them, but we can't tell. Dave Hebner's out there with Earl, both twins. Twin magic. How much did they pay for the plastic surgery? <laughs> <laughs> the original twin magic. Yeah, they are. That, that really is the original twin magic. Real talk. <laughs> Shane, give us your thoughts, man. What do you think of the 1992 Royal Rumble? Oh, it's epic. It's classic. I mean, again, I've said earlier, it's one of the best Rumbles of all time. And again, it's only one of two Rumbles that has had the championship on the freaking line, dude. Other one being our other favorite, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. So, Yeah, the 2016 Rumble, one versus all. Yeah, this is epic. Hulk and Sid staring each other down. I just, you know. I did I did kind of, I mean, it is kind of lame how they did just, uh, they did, like, Ric Flair literally just won the title after, you know, making his, uh, coming in like five months earlier. And then the, he just runs out of the ring. Well, he gets then, his moment after this, so. Yeah, well, true. But, I mean, still, he didn't get his moment out in front of the crowd. Yeah, you yeah know? no, that's, it was all for Hogan. Uh, yeah, Hogan like, always got to freaking win the, right, the we show. We're dude. backstage. We have the audio right here. We're going to listen to one of the greatest promos in wrestling history. All right, by virtue of winning the Royal Rumble, we have a brand new World Wrestling Federation champion as the press watches on. At this time, to present the title belt to the new champion, our president, the distinguished Jack Tunney. Congratulations, Ric Flair, on becoming the undisputed champion of the World Wrestling Federation. Let me just say, after very distorting the belt to proclaim me the real world champion, I'm going to tell you all with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one when you are the king of the WWE. You rule the world. Think about it like that, Mr. Perfect. Guys, the brave. Woo! Woo! What a promo. You can see the emotion just uh, all over Flair's face here. He's going nuts. This is uh, famously with the the Ric Flair Hasbro figure that gets shit on for the the kind of face sculpt or whatever. It was based off this promo. That's why he had his (laughs) eyes bugging out of his head. Um, It's a really classic moment, you know, with a tear in my eye. 
Uh, just an awesome line. I think, Sheena, you were saying that he just did this all off the dome. There was no rehearsal or anything on this. Yeah, we were talking about that before we started the show. That, yeah, yeah. it was just kind of like in the moment and, uh, you know, all, all from the heart, which, uh, again, you never know if you're getting worked or not. He may have wrote all that shit out like the night before, but um, <laughs> he did. He has been on the record as saying it, it was all from the heart. Is the audio that we just played, did they drop out the F? He said yeah, the WWF. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I never was, paid attention uh, this to that. was pulled from WWE's official YouTube channel. So oh that's yeah, they, makes sense. they had to get the F well, out. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. The so F no, out. If you, yeah, if you watch any uh, any ma- any WWF like um, matches or anything like that, they always they block it out. Now, even on the network, if you go on the network or on Peacock, yeah, um, I guess I never paid attention to that until I was just listening to that in my ear. Oh, they oh they dub in E. They will say WWE. It's weird. <laughs> I love how Triple H just entered and said, yeah. hey. <laughs> WWE. Um, so we ended up with 20 Hall of Famers, including oh, wow. uh, managers and ballets. Like we, Damn, uh, we got yeah. to see 20 Hall of Famers. 20, we got to see 20 Hall of Famers. Just in the Rumble. Like just in the Rumble match, there were 20 Hall of Famers. Wow. This is not including the rest of the pay-per-view. That's insane. Um, so yeah. Pretty freaking, impressive. Freaking bananas how loaded especially considering i mean it shouldn't be a surprise considering the rumble is like such a huge iconic match that we know it and love it as today but from what we've seen from the first few rumbles that we've watched from these watch alongs like this is a major upgrade and a major improvement yeah for sure um it's really the end of an era also because starting next year where rumble 93 we would begin the now famous um you know kind of wrestling clause of the winner of the rumble going to wrestlemania so yeah. uh this is it this was our you know obviously this one had huge stakes and everyone from now on will have some some stakes built into it so mm, uh stay tuned again our next <laughs> patreon exclusive episode will be the top 25 uh tag teams ever that's going to be a lot of fun and then we'll kick back up with the 1993 royal rumble uh jordan you're our guest man you got any closing thoughts for us tonight man um it's gonna be tough sledding to live up to that rumble for the next, I don't know, 15 that we're going to have to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, We will bring trivia back. I'm 100% positive of that, but uh, yeah, this was a good one, guys. This was a fun show. And again, as always, thanks for having me on and yeah. Catch you guys next time. Oh yeah. Thank you guys for your support. Let us know how you enjoyed this and uh, yeah. Foley fam for life.